This episode of Saturday Matinee Theater was recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 28. And this time I actually got the number right as opposed to a previous episode where I said it was 26, but it was actually 27. Listen, podcasting's hard, people. That's all you need to know. Welcome to episode 28 of Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. We are here in jolly old England in our recording studio set up at 221B Baker Street. I'm your host, Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist, and joining me as always... Oh. We sent him to Paris to investigate. Yes, yes. I was about to say it's the Watson and my Sherlock Pat Sampson, but he's not here. He's not here. This is weird. (laughs) He's in Paris. I sent him ahead. so lonely. What? So skipping over Dr. Christados, R. Watson. But we know what? We still have my older, wiser brother, the Mycroft and my Sherlock. We have Jason, the Weasel Skull, Albrecht. What is up, Jason? Well, since Pat's gone, I say we crack open this uh, liquor cabinet. Yes. Uh, it's brandy for everybody. Brandy for everyone. For your right. For right. What's it? What is it? This box from the baker? It's an extra long spotted. Oh, my. Spotted for everybody. Hang on a second. I'm going to walk over here and Sean. Sean, you got to get out of here. Pat's gone. What do you want? Pat's gone, man. You want some brandy? <laughs> I'm in here with a couple of uh, ladies, if you don't oh, mind. I've oh. got to I've got to make myself decent. Oh. Put on this smoking jacket. Hey guys. Making himself decent. Oh. <laughs> uh, the smoking jacket was a nice gesture, Mr. Kyrie, but how about some pants? <laughs> Don't go crazy, laddies. So what's going on out here, boys? It's, uh, oh, I see. It's playtime for my little lads. How are we doing today, Mini Probe? How are things? <laughs> Death Probe. Weasel Skillet, you looking good? <laughs> looking good? Yeah? Got to lay off that spotted <laughs> son, no? And, uh, oh, it's a uh, black guy. What's your name? Uh, what's Dark, name Dark, your black guy? Dark Web. Dark, Dark Web. Sir. Uh, Sean. What's your name, boy? <laughs> uh, we we got to talk. <laughs> you What's your that. name? <laughs> what was it before you changed it? <laughs> oh, I get it. You get it. You get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you I won an Academy Award for that? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, why did I knock on his door? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we got some drinks. We got some spotted. <laughs> and wait a minute. Who are all these people that are watching us right now? <laughs> You know what? Don't even worry about it, Sean. Why don't you Who are you over there? <laughs> Who are you with those beady eyes? Just go, 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 back, go back to the room with the lady, Sean. Please, please. We'll throw some brandy in there. Yes. <laughs> you guys are just weird. <laughs> God. All right. Huh. So, that's Sean Connery, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for stopping. Thanks but I don't know why I knocked on his door. <sighs> and he's taking the brandy with him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was short-lived. Yeah, we tried to fight for our right to party, but (laughs) (laughs) those one fought harder. (laughs) Sure did. We also have with us today, as you probably already heard, our favorite constable. It's Delvin the Dark Web Wilkins. What's up today, Bobby Wilkins? Oh, not too much. Uh, You know, uh, watching the episode, I was inspired. You know, to you know, sing a song. 
sweet Caroline. Your time never seemed so good. So good. So good. So good. Okay, I couldn't help it. That was the first thing I thought of when I saw Caroline. I don't remember there being a Caroline in this episode, so hopefully this is going to work out. <laughs> that was the name that he wrote. Oh, oh, right, right. Yes, on I remember. The, okay, I feel the, better. the steps of the church. Technically, yeah. I think it was Carolyn Look, A-N. You, you, are, you are not going to get in the way of my joke. You, all right. You won't all right. do it. All right. I'm glad because for like a few seconds, I was like, what episode did he watch? <laughs> this is going to get weird. <laughs> That's okay. Like, I would have been out and marching in my own beat. Oh, yeah. The part where they went to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode 28 and 29, apparently. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm with Sean. Well, without having our good friend, Dr. Cristados here with us today, the part of Cristados will be played by my brother Jason, the Weasel Skull Albrecht. So, Jason, should this be folks' first episode? And if it is, welcome. Would you let them know what the rundown is in the show? Certainly, Jared. I'd love to. Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes index show, brought to you by the Longbox Crusade, where we will be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage and it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. On this episode, we will continue our indexing of all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series, Sherlock Holmes. 1954 Sherlock Holmes was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ronald Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson, who can throw those elbows. (laughs) So take off your deerstalker cap. Light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, and let the soothing violin of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whisk you away into the past. And without Pat, I guess we only have Jared. I got it. Violin. I All got right. it. Don't you worry. I've been practicing. Why don't you listen to this? Oh, here we go. now boys so i mean it's it's better something Mm -hmm. i'm just like like if you got like a zero on a paper for instance right and Mm -hmm. and and then like your next time you got like a three right yep infinite percentage increase that is a definite increase Mm -hmm. yep yep just as an example that i pulled at random So using the random example, we got to ask ourselves a serious question here. Like when Pat comes back, how do we let him know that I'm replacing him in the violin piece portion of the show? I I think we should break it to him gently. Let's let him go for a few more, say 11. uh, How many? Yeah. Yeah. How many episodes are there? And we're on. Let's let him go for 39 episodes. Yeah. And then we'll. Okay. On episode 40, though, dude, it is all yours. Yeah. All right. I'm on it. We'll break his his heart at episode 40. (laughs) All right. I look forward to that. Wait. And with that, let's talk about some episode info. Episode 28 was titled The Case of the Deadly Prophecy. The original air date was 14 March 1955. The director was Sheldon Reynolds. 
The writers were George and Gertrude Fast. They fast, they fast. <laughs> With guest stars Nicole Corsell as Marie Grand, Jacques Francois as Dr. Dimanche, Eves Brainville as, I'm assuming that's Monsieur Caroline, Maurice Tignac as Count de Passevant, Helena Manson as Madame Soule, and Robert Labille as Manelli. As a reminder, all 39 episodes are available on YouTube. Jared, ignore that number. That, that's that's not true. <laughs> what, wait, what the hell? Oh, dude, no, that, that's, a, that's a typo. It's 49. 49, 49 episodes. 49 yeah. episodes. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, uh, dude, like, will, sure. will we lie? Will, will we lie? Never. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> all 39 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode and then we're going to discuss it. So there are probably some spoilers heading your way. So again, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here, go check it out on YouTube, and then come back to join our discussion. And at only 26 minutes per episode, it's not a big time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following homes. I'll start. Hashtag I'm following homes. Jason. Hashtag I'm following homes. Jared. Hashtag two spotted at once. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hashtag I'm following homes. Quick, quick, open the door and, and have Sean say, hashtag I'm following homes. Sean, hashtag I'm following homes. Hashtag I'm following homes. And uh, I'm getting uh, two spotted. Close the door. Close the door. All right. All right. And with that. These, these chicks are getting some spotted two at a time. <laughs> <sighs> Why did I do that? I, <laughs> I, I always regret inviting him on. I don't know. It's like just coming back for more torture. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode song. It's 4 a.m. at the Arnaud School for Boys, and one of the lads, Antoine, wakes up seemingly oblivious to everything around him, walks to the steps of a nearby church, and scrawls the name of the school's headmaster, Mr. Carolyn Delvin. On the steps with So good! So good! It's 4 a.m. at the no school. It's gonna draw Darth Vader for a little while. <laughs> you guys get it all out. All right, I'm, still, I'm, I'm all right. Uh, wherever I was, uh, on the steps with chalk, and then he walks back to bed at the school. Mr. Carolyn and his assistant Marie witness the event, and not for the first time. 
The lad has done this before, three times before, each time with a different name. And each time the person with the name that young Antoine Scrawls dies suddenly thereafter. Fearing for her boss's life, Marie suggests that they bring in Sherlock Holmes to solve the mystery. And Mr. Carolyn refuses. And then he dies. Don't worry, that's not the end of the episode. (laughs) So bad. So bad. So bad. The only lead Marie is able to give Holmes is a local witch named Madame Sewell. And she had visited all four victims to sell them charms that would protect them from death. In their investigation, our heroes also meet Mr. Manelli, a newly promoted headmaster of the school, and Dr. Dimanche, the town's doctor. And finally, they meet the town's royalty, Count de Passavant. Holmes brings all the players together in a classic murder mystery style to reveal which one has been orchestrating these ghastly murders and why. But what role does young Antoine play? Which one is the killer? What is the motive? Will Watson make his move on Marie? Tune in to find out. I think it's important at this point to remind the audience, and I'm sure we'll get to it, but Watson came through like Flash Gordon in this episode at the end. Oh, man. That's a killer elbow he threw, man. Just <laughs> right in that dude's ribs. But this he might come up. <laughs> this might come up in highs and lows. And that's what we're going to do next. And while we're doing these highs and lows, we're going to do them in a roundabout order. We'll do two rounds and basically go Pat Jason, Pat Jason. If you watch the show and you're in the chat and you've got a high for it, put it in the chat. We'll probably read it because we could use an extra high or low for the episode. And with that, let's and just to be clear, I think it's Jason Delvin, Jason Delvin. <laughs> right. Did I say Pat? Yeah. Well, that's going to be difficult. <laughs> he's, he's here in spirit. <laughs> well, Jared, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> well, you see, you can do that. No problem. <laughs> so let's get into our highs and lows. And we're going to start with Mycroft Jason. What do you think, man? High, low? What you got? I'll start it off with a high. I like the fact that they were called in to investigate on the continent in Belgium. I thought that was fun. It got us off of England. And it kind of shows how famous that Sherlock Holmes really is, how his reputation has spread all across Europe. So I thought that that was kind of fun, just a change of venue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I was unsure where Arno it was Arno, right? Arno? It was Arno. I was unsure where Arno was. Did they actually say Belgium in the episode and I missed it? Or are you just showing off your wicked geography skills? No, I think they said it was Belgium at the beginning. Oh, I missed I it. I mean, they... They did go to Paris, or Watson went to Paris, so I could be wrong, but I thought they said it was in Belgium. I'll buy it. <laughs> I don't remember Belgium, like especially if like there was some traveling in there, and I kind of blacked out. <laughs> anyway, they went to Europe. They went to the big Europe, not the little island. <laughs> not the island, Europe. The yeah. continent, right. Yeah, they went to the continent. All right. What do you think? Delvin, high or low in your first round here? So I'll go with a high. Um, mm-hmm. My high would be that it was a wire-to-wire mystery. The entire time, it was kind of building towards the end there. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right. And got to be patient with this one. And sometimes they do that little mini reveal. But this time, no, it was no such uh, reveal. Like the entire thing was kind of uh, just leading to that end of where uh, Holmes kind of had an idea. And then he figured it out. Uh, I was actually kind of getting impatient. I kind of just wanted to see what was going on from the start. But they didn't give it away right away. Indeed, sir. Indeed. Very classic murder mystery style. Is there one that you guys prefer? Do you prefer it to be like that kind of the feature length, the entire 26 minutes or so being one solid, coherent mystery? Or do you kind of like it where there's kind of like that reveal and then there's like kind of another reveal at the end? Hmm. 
It's a good question. I think for me, I like it more like this. I like not knowing. I like having to guess, not knowing who's behind it and being able to kind of, I, I like to write down like what my theory is as we start off into the episode and then see if that theory pans out. So I like it when it's a long mystery. Mm, for a bizarre change of pace, I probably agree with Jason. I think I like the the wall-to-wall mystery aspect of it. I mean, it's nice to change it up every once in a while, but at the end of the day, I like that wall-to-wall mystery with the, you know, reveal at the end. What about you, Delvin? I think I like the feature length more. Um, even And, and I, I know that goes against what I just said, but I, I think I like the feature length a, a little bit more because when you do it right, it kind of feels like a sitcom or any 30-minute TV show where it's normally scripted for 22 minutes. But if you do it right, those 22 minutes last a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's the same way with 26 minutes, where if you know how to have a tight enough plot, you can get a lot of story told in 26 minutes. I like that. I like it, too, when they lay out the clues in front of you and let you try to pick up on them, as opposed to having the little reveals. I don't like the one so much where they where you know right away kind of who it is, and it's more Sherlock Holmes laying up the evidence, so to speak. I like when they lay out the clues to let you, the watcher, the viewer, pick it up. Mm-hmm. Same. I like having a shot at it. Yeah, I like having a shot at it as well. Very right, cool. I do have one more question there. Do you guys think that that was the case here, that there was a shot of solving this one, or that you think it was more clues that Sherlock Holmes kind of found off, off camera? Mm, I think the real mystery that you possibly could have solved on this one was motive. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of obvious the kid had been hypnotized. And then, but the real question was, you know, why were three of these victims basically not wealthy, just not to be callous, but kind of nobodies? Like, right. what, or, or four victims were kind of just common folk. And then you're like, so what's the killer get out of this? So to me, that was the most interesting reveal is, is the why. Yeah, and I got to admit, I was, I thought that was kind of brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was like, down that for was it. Smart. Absolutely down for it. And what's ironic is I only have two people to pass to, and I can't remember whose turn it is. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's my turn. All right, back to Jason for another round of highs or lows. What do you think? We'll go ahead and continue this this conversation about the motive and in, into my high. I really thought that it was a well thought out motive. I mean, at the end of the day. What the killer was doing was laying a foundation mm-hmm. for a curse, right? And people will believe whatever they want to believe. And by killing these people that were, again, not to be callous, but these these nobodies, what it's doing is planting the seed in the rich guy's mind that well, I'm going to he- hedge my bets because the rich guy can afford it. Mm-hmm. And indeed, that's what happens. And so I think that that was really smart. And I think if it would have been a tough case for anybody other than Sherlock Holmes to solve. Definitely agree. What do you think about that? I agree with that. I'll piggyback on that with my um, second high by saying that there were a couple of very well thrown red herrings there. You know, there was a psychic there who of sorts who was being framed because she's trying to, you know, make her living with, you know, her charms or baubles or whatever. That was a very good diversion of red herring that the killer uh, mm-hmm. threw. And so that was good. Uh, the kid it's, um, himself was kind of a red herring, too. And Holmes got there and immediately it was like, no, <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. He's like the chalk, man. He's just the tool. 
Right. Just the tool. I, I love, I like that analogy. I was like, Ooh, that is, that's mm-hmm. good. very that's good. Aaron, what do you think? Oh man. I've never been asked that on this show. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> <No> reason. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Let's start with episode one. Uh, and episode <laughs> one. <laughs> really, I don't have a ton more to add. I think you guys have picked up all my highs. Love mystery being the motive. Love the way the story was laid out to where it really just drags us along. And you're kind of scratching your head the whole time. And you're kind of kicking yourself like, why can't I figure this out? And who would go to these lengths? You know, the, the kid and the like, why is it so needlessly complex? And then when it's revealed to you, you're like, oh, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah, I, I said you guys have already kind of mentioned those things, but I, I'm a little jazzed about this episode. Look for some some pipe ratings, but I believe it's Delvin's turn to drop a high or a low. Hmm. Well, I just dropped one, but let's see if I have any more. No, I'm actually tapped out. Um, I did enjoy the episode overall. I've got a low if I can throw it out there. Yeah, absolutely. When Watson is struggling for his life with the guy with the gun, Holmes <laughs> is just sitting there smiling like an idiot. You need to get in there and help the boy, Holmes. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, this is where you're really missing Lestrade and Wilkins, man. Lestrade and Wilkins wouldn't let him be struggling by himself. Plus, he knew that gun was still loaded, and he's just sitting there smiling like an idiot. <laughs> I, uh, I, was like, I got people for this. I'm good. <laughs> you got this? I'm telling you what, I, I'm I'm going to go agree with Jason on that. That's, come on, Holmes, man. Guys bailed you out. Get your hands dirty. You guys bailed you out how many times? You're just going to sit there and chill and watch him struggle? Have we seen Holmes throw hands once this series? I don't think so. I think it's always Watson. Hmm. I mean, come on. you got to get you a friend who will throw hands for you, who will run down a cart that's going at least 32 (laughs) miles per hour across the parking lot. Jared, that was was me. That was you. And uh, whilst we've been blessed that you've never once had to throw hands on my behalf. I stood there smiling like an idiot. Yes, you did the Holmes thing. (laughs) I had no idea I think it was even gone until it was like 80% of the way gone. <laughs> anyway, we, we digress. Yeah, I guess I was just looking for it. Worst case scenario. <laughs> I'm glad you were there. Yeah, I, I do think that Holmes or really anyone else in the room could have helped Watson there uh, in that situation. But, I mean, Watson took care of it. And he, he was, did. He yep. was on top of his Watson game. <laughs> it was all like Holmes was like, I took the liberty of removing the bullets from your gun. And obviously, sometime between then and that moment, that dude had reloaded his gun. <laughs> like, somebody took the bullets out of my gun. And then Watson was like, Here, back. Here's the bullets. And then Wa- uh, Holmes gave him that, oh well, wah wah kind of look. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Almost got me killed. <laughs> Freaking Holmes. Well, with that, let's check the chat. Did anybody have any highs or lows in the chat? Anybody uh, follow along with it? Anybody watch it? Uh, no one was uh, able to uh, check it out, even though um, I have convinced uh, Noah the Hyper Potato that Sergeant Rock made an appearance in this episode. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Yes. And uh, he says that the haunted tank is in this one. Why didn't anyone tell me? I said, we just figured you'd listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although Ross Michaud did say throwing hands is what an NCO is for. Where the hell was Wilkins? <laughs> oh. <laughs> A good question. I would love to have seen Wilkins, you know, because Wilkins would have even moved. <clears throat> then Lestrade would have been like, Wilkins, go get it. And he would have said, on the way, so. And then he would have <laughs> You know, Wilkins would have been out of his jurisdiction as they were in another country. Uh Yep. 
But uh, miniature spoiler alert, I know for a fact there's one coming up where Holmes and Watson and Lestrade go to France together. Ooh. And it's a sight to behold. <laughs> so let's look forward to. I like their dynamic. I mean, it, it led to a great episode, our last episode. So uh, anytime that they work in Lestrade and Wilkins uh, to the fray, it makes it more interesting to me. I concur. I concur. I do too, yeah. So thank you. <laughs> Fists have no jurisdiction, says geology. <laughs> Word. Oh, my goodness. Mm, there's something to that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so if you listen to this podcast episode and you're wondering what's that all about, this is your listen to the recording that we did on the live stream. So we've got a little bit of live stream input from our YouTube watchers. And we invite you to watch us on YouTube on our next live stream. And we'll talk more about that at the end of the show. And with that, let's get into some fun facts with Jared. So we had Jacques-Francois. He plays Dr. Dimanche. He just made his first of two appearances on the show. Now, this apparently was still fairly early in Jacques' career. that started in the 1940s, and he worked all the way until 2004. With, I think it was over 170 film and television credits to his name. And most mostly French film, but strangely enough, the most famous film that he was ever in was Day of the Jackal. And I know you guys have been on the program long enough to say that sounds familiar because that's that, familiar. Yes, that has come up with at least three other actors on this show. So I don't know what it was about 1954 Sherlock Holmes, but apparently the Day of the Jackal casting director was just like, hey. Anybody was on that I'll show could be in this you, movie. And you, and you, and you. <laughs> I don't. And like Day of the Jackal came out in the 70s. So it's like 20 years on from this show. But there, yet there's a lot of people from the show that show up in that movie. It's really weird. But you know how it goes. A lot of times you get your directors and whatever reason they have their pet projects that they loved or something that they just modeled their career after. And so they're like, hey, I'm going to have any of these actors available. That's very possible that that was it. You may be onto something. We might need to put an official segment on the show called uh, Jackal Watch. Just <laughs> how many episodes, how many actors on this episode was it for a day of the Jackal? But yeah, you may be right. Maybe there was a producer in common or something like that. Anyway, that's the fun facts for today. So I'll, I'll add a small fun fact, and it's really just more of a translation. My very rudimentary uh, French can tell you that Dimanche is French for Sunday. Uh-huh. Okay. Dr. Sunday. Dr. Sunday. Huh. That sounds delicious. <laughs> so, you guys know what time it is? It's time to do some pipe ratings. This is weird. I, I, I can pull out the pipes and not have to worry about seeing Pat tweak. It's, <laughs> yeah, I know. it's. We've got cups of brandy here. And so, but yeah, I, dude, just a, I took a sip, right? Mm-hmm. And then I set it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's still there. <laughs> uh, I can only assume that the, all the pipes are right Hold there. Hold on, ladies. <laughs> it's pipe time. I'll be right back. <laughs> Did I hear uh, pipes are being passed around, lads? No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no pipes. No pipes here, Sean. No. no pipes for the Sean? <laughs> Man, this is some BS right here. <laughs> Sorry, I guess I'll just have to console myself with the two lovely ladies I have back in my room. <laughs> I'm pretty Good sure day. one of those. Pretty sure one of those is a dude. <laughs> hey man, don't knock it till you try it, okay, lad? 
Oh, Sean. Oh, I'm certain that there's nothing wrong with the pipes over there in the pipe uh, chest there. I'm sure they're all there, and Pat probably didn't steal them or anything. So why don't you go ahead and get those out? Son of a... <laughs> he, he, left us, he left us the little those little bubble pipes. The ones that for the little kids. Very funny, oh Samson. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, well, bubble pipes it is. All right. Dang it, Pat's probably, I don't even want to think about how he's probably been red carded and thrown out of the game already. Yeah, we just got to hope he's not smoking raw opium in front of those kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is the key. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard him say a time or two, start them young. That's what I always say. <laughs> I, I didn't know what he meant. I thought he was just like, just randomly saying words. I... Oh, Pat. All right. We each have five bubble pipes in front of us. <laughs> You can give up to five pipes to the show. Five means you loved this episode, and four means you thought it was very good, and three is just good, and two is just okay, and one, I did not like it. We will start with Delvin. I'm going to give it four. Uh, I thought it was a very good episode. Uh, I can't give it a five because absolute truth in advertising. I did watch the show, of course. I remember it ended. I remember who did it. I forgot why. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh. So if, I, if, it, if it didn't strike me enough to remember why it happened, then I, I can't give it the full five, but I did think it was very good. Uh, let's pass it along to Jason. I thought the why was brilliant. That's what really stuck with me. I'm still going to give it a four just because I was really missing uh, some uh, Lestrade and Wilkins in this one. And uh, Holmes, you got to get in and throw hands when your boys fighting with a man with a handgun. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you what, if Musical Genius Joe November was here, give it a 4.5. You know what? I'm going to go in. I'm giving it the five. Nice. I, like, I really like the mystery. It, it was very classic mystery all the way down to the, I bet you were wondering why I called you all here scene. And I just, it gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling of this is just classic mystery. You know, if they did this again and again, I could see my score drop, but we hadn't had one of these in a while. So I was happy to see it. Thusly, the five. I can respect that. So that's where we're falling out today. Pat, are you on there? I, oh, Ivan the Collector says it's a three pipes for him. And uh, Pat has yet to weigh in. Ivor also says not. it's not bad, but the last one uh, is his benchmark now. And the last one was very good. Yeah, it was. Remind me what the last one was. Carpenter. What was the last one? The Reluctant Carpenter, right? Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. The matching suitcases and all that. Yes. And the staring. Lots of staring and lots of renting the apartment across the street. Well, with that, let's get into the 221B mailbag. Who's got the mailbag? I think it's over by Delvin. Delvin, please hand me the mailbag, sir. Here you go, sir. Here you go. Uh-huh. Thank you. And let's see. Now, before I open this mailbag, we are, of course, thrilled to kick off these comments with special shout-outs to our Crusaders Club members. <laughs> These are the fine folks who have joined our crusade. They enjoy discounts from my online store, which is theyardsaleartist.bigcartel.com. Early access to special long box episodes. We put up polls to let people decide what content goes into some of our shows. May we take care of our patrons. So we invite you to be one. But these are the folks that are reaping the benefits currently. Thank you for being a friend. Dave Collins. Blast it or stash it. Gene Gene, the podcasting machine, Hendrix. Ivan, the collector, live and in person. Ivor Evans, also live. Joe Thomas, JT. 
John and Maggie from Married with Comics podcast. John knows what he did. Mm-hmm. Wait, how did I get in on that? I, who knows? <laughs> Maxwell Traver. Miranda W. We're heading your way in June, Miranda. <laughs> oh, that's kind of sound like a warning more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was meant to be. Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, it's lobotomy. Lobotomy. That's what it was. <laughs> Ross Michaud. Also live. Also daredevil. Also Maybe kinked. <laughs> Ronald Went. Also live, if he's still here. Not sure. I know he dipped in. Samantha Maney, whose Patreon looks almost exactly like Miranda W's. Crazy. <laughs> it's like identical. Jokes for Delvin. Okay. Yes. Tim Price. Even though it doesn't say Tim Price, it says Tim. Or Bob Buster Buster. Steve Cronin, the barbarian. And last but certainly not least, the Toronto cop. Love Step out it. of the car, eh? <laughs> under arrest holder <laughs> just in case Jason didn't get it Miranda W and Samantha Maney are literal twins I don't know if you knew that oh I did not know that yes Miranda's a twin sister her, really uh, yeah her sister is uh, Sam Samantha identical <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the show. If we missed anyone on our list, we apologize. Please keep in mind that we record these episodes well in advance of release. So if you're a recent addition, we should be adding you soon. But still, no problem. Just let us know we missed you by sending an email to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'll straighten it out. So you might be asking yourself, how do I become a Crusaders Club member? I'm not even going to ask because you're just going to say no. Fine, I'll, I'll, I'll ask. Jared, how yes. do I Become a Crusaders Club member. Well, it's simple. You just head over to patreon.com and search for Longbox Crusade. For as little as $1 a month, you'll get access to the amazing world of Crusaders Club. Come check it out. You know what? If you don't have any scratch laying around, you're like, man, I love these guys, but I can't afford that dollar a month. We understand that, man. Life can be hard out there. You can still help us out. Just head on over to iTunes and give a rating to the podcast. You know what? Maybe give a five-star rating to the podcast. If you'd be so kind, you can use just our ratings, but we would love to hear from you. If you give us a write-up, we will definitely read you right up on the show. You could do it for the Long Box Crusade overall umbrella, or you can leave one directly for Saturday Matinee Theater. Both of those options are available to you, and we greatly appreciate it. Well, let's open that mailbag. So let's get to our likes, shares, and retweets. We're going to be talking about, I believe it was episode 26, where we did the case of the case of the reluctant carpenter. And as I open these up to look at these likes, shares, and retweets, the first thing in the mailbag I see is a note that says, bet you're wondering where the pipes are. Suck it, Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. That's usually, yeah, that's not very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Why we put up with him. But anyway, let's get to these shares, likes, and retweets. All right. We will start off with Aaron Head Moss. And I left my wallet with Al Sedano. Gotta get it. it. Gas, gas to get it. Oh, my goodness. One of my favorite two professors. It's Alan Middleton. Next up, Austin Kuykendall. Bill Beer. Oh, I'm the lucky one. Chris at BTO at Bat Books. Gentlemen, let him roll. Show. It's the show now. Next up is Christy McNully. And here's to you, Clinton Robinson. And Coffee and Comics blog. Better write this down. It's Comics Memoir. And then we'll staple it with Colin Stapleton. I got Dave Collins. I apologize for not inviting you on this episode, Dave. I forgot. 
Uh, next up is my lovely mother, Deborah Smith. And then we have Gene Hendricks. Jerry Green. The live and in-person Green Lantern HG. And I believe he might still be live here with us, Ivan Chudley. Sounds like. There he is. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> and I'll do the one that got skipped, which is Hal Jordan. And I will go on to Jonathan Schaefer Hames. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. get Kevin Dale Duncan. ADD's no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Such a satisfying laugh. <laughs> I've got my buddy live and in person is Kirk Spencer. Hopes you will draw Sergeant Rock. And I apologize, Kirk, because it's going to be a Darth Vader when I'm done. Next up is Married with Comics with John and Maggie, who also does The Rod Pod. Mm. Then we have Professor Frenzy. It's a show. It's a show. Rad Adventures. It's Ruth and Darren. Thank you. Next up is Rick Heineken. We have Robert Charles. Live in a person. It's Ross Michaud. Daredevil Kingpin. Next up is Ruth Sutherland, Agent Inspector. <laughs> we have Secret Wars and Beyond Podcast. Tim Price, come on down. You are the next contestant on Fairy Matinee Theater. One dollar. <laughs> That's a good bet to make. That's all I'm saying, man. No bird. Next up is Warlord Worlds. We have Victoria Lorick. That sounds Vulcan. It does. Live long and prosper, Victoria. And finally, we have Xenozoic Xenophiles. Thank you, everyone who sent in with the likes, the shares, and the retweets. We greatly appreciate it. And let's talk comments now. Comments. The first one out of the bag goes to my buddy Delvin, I do believe. You know what? We've read these comments. Yep. These are the suffragette comments. Somebody didn't do this. Pat Sampson. <laughs> I was assured by Pat Sampson that these would be updated on Saturday. <laughs> well, well, let's well. Make, let's make up comments. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right. You get to make up the first one. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me think for a second. Okay. Uh, our first comment looks like uh, we have a write in from uh, the founder of the show himself, Pat Sampson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pat says, uh, Man, you guys are doing an excellent job without me. Usually, you know, I, I was worried about taking a break here, but I think I'm going to be taking more breaks in the future. Like, that's weird for you to write about last episode, but I mean, but timing seems weird, right? My space time continuum is just freaking me out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Left is up, right is cats. (laughs) What is going on? Uh, Well, uh, Jason, what comment do you pull out of the bag today? It looks like we have a new. listener here this is from sack d i don't know who that could be but it said wtf are you doing to my character pat get off your ass sack d i don't know who that could be d sir arthur something conan doyle oh my god oh 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 my comments from the grave yeah sir arthur conan doyle says get off your <laughs> well, everybody else gave uh, made it up comments about Pat, and I'm just going to take the high road and go with an actual comment here that says it's from Jonathan Schaefer Hames. It says, "I'm very, very sorry. I know what I did, and I won't let it happen again." Apology mm. mm. accepted, nice. Jonathan Schaefer Hames. While we're making up fake comments, all right. Well, that was fun. 
<laughs> Sack D says, P.S. Congratulations on your son's win. <laughs> He's also in a time machine. <laughs> yeah. Space time continues. Am I only right that last episode? Weird. <laughs> Samson, he stole our pipes and he didn't update our comments. <laughs> Ah, uh, the show must go on. Hell well, actually, you know what? what was that, Delvin? I said hell in a handbasket. Hell in a handbasket. Oh, Lord. And good thing we didn't do it live in front of people on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> this could be really embarrassing. <laughs> really embarrassing if there was witnesses. <laughs> no. Oh, Jason, save us and close All out the right. show. We're just going to insert toilet flushing sound here. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat, where can they find that? Well, Jason, I'm glad you asked. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers at www.longboxcrusade.com. You can find us on Twitter at Longbox Crusade, Facebook at Longbox Crusade, and Instagram at Longbox Crusade. Back to you, Jason. Thanks, Pat. And if you want to hear us on our trek through all the James Bond films, check out on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? That's an easy find. All you got to do is go... Hang on, someone's at the door. Oh, it's Christopher Walken. What's up, boys? Hey, I was, uh... I was having a good day. Wait a goddamn turn, walking. <laughs> I still oh. have 45 minutes on the clock. Oh, it's you. I had two ladies and they disappeared. I had them booked at this time. I paid good money for this action. You know, guys, go work that out. You guys work that out. Uh, I'll take it from here. The Honor Manager's Secret Podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, most podcatchers. Wait, I have a question. I mean, are they putting on a Chubbins and Sweetums routine in the room? We could be. Can we mic that up? (laughs) I don't know if we want to hear what goes on in there. Yeah, we may want to give this a couple minutes. <laughs> you know what just occurred to me? As I saw Walken go into the room with Connery, 99% sure one of those girls is Mary Jane. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'm about 100% sure that they better be taking some antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the whole James Bond thing. You can go to www.secretpodcast.podbean.com. You can go to OHMS Pod on Twitter. Basically, just come check us out. We got cool Bond stuff happening. Back to you, Jason. Oh, and boys. Hear your pipes back. I had them this whole time. <laughs> running a party back there. Me and Pat split them up before he took off. It's a good lad, that Doritos. I really like that kid. It's like nine gallons of bourbon in here. We're <laughs> <laughs> so going to get evicted. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jared. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Delvin. Kick us off. You can find me at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. That would be on the Twitter machine, Jason. You can find me at Weasel Skull on Twitter or at Jason Albrecht on Facebook and Instagram. Jared. You can find me at Yard Sale Artist. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist. Or you can check out my alternate personality, which is at Cristados01. And if you want to interact with us with live chat, and after today, I don't know why, and be entered <laughs> to win some free stuff on our live raffles. That's why. Us. That's why. There you go. You can come back for live raffles. <laughs> free stuff. Yeah. Free, free stuff is always good. Join us for our next episode of Doing It Live Stream over on YouTube. We do them on the second Sunday of every month, and we always start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. You can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Crusade on YouTube 
please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. Thanks for joining us for this episode of <laughs> Matinee Theater. Get your ray gun charged and get ready to throw hands. Whack, 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 whack. Next episode will continue our journey through the 1936 Flash Gordon serial Space Soldiers. Space Soldiers. Space. We will see you next episode for episode five. The meetup location, Planet Mongo. Where's Pat? Where's Pat? <laughs>